0: The Jesus
1: broadcast Long coming to
0: Jesus Jesus Ministry, 1007 West Auditon Boulevard, right here in Greenville, North Carolina. This is a special invitation to you if you've been out of church, you're not going to church or you're not a member of a church
1: or something happened in church, I'm inviting you to come home and be a part of our ministry right here in Greenville, 1007 West
0: Auditon Boulevard, Jesus Save Ministry. My telephone number is two five two two one four zero seven nine nine. Want you to stay tuned today. We got a word especially for you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I tell you God is a good God even on a bad day. And I give God praise. I give God the glory and I give God the honor. Because He's a good God. He makes ways out of nowhere. And I'm I'm here today because of the grace of God. That's the reason I'm here. It's because of the grace of God. Uh, tonight, I want to share a message with you that is very important to understand. Let's pray first. Father, in Jesus' name, as I come to you, on this morning, I ask you to anoint me that I might speak as an oracle, God, that I not speak what I feel or what I think, but what your words say. because you said heaven and word, earth will pass, but your word would abide forever. So God, let me speak your word today. On this morning, saints to God, I want to talk about saved by grace, saved by grace. By grace are you saved, that's any man should boast. We're saved by grace, not by works, but by grace, by the grace of God, by the grace of God. We're saved by the grace of God. Did you hear what I said? We're saved by the grace of God. And, and I want to talk about that today, being saved by grace, grace only. Now the reason I can say that because I'm not a church boy. I never went to church as a child. My family never took me to church. I I had no church bringing. So it couldn't have been anything that I did. One of the uh, parishioners that was in my church about a week ago, um, and she was saying that uh, faith had got her where she's at. Well, what about when you didn't have no faith? I had no faith. I had no faith. I I I, I didn't go to church. Didn't know anything about church, and God saved me. So grace saved me, and then the Bible clearly says that faith come by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So how could I have faith when I had never, I had never read the Bible? I never read the Bible. Know anything about the Bible? So I want to talk about saved by grace by grace that's how you're saved you're saved by grace not because of anything you did but because of the goodness of god he he saved us his grace his grace and his mercy saved us he he made a way for us he made a way for me he's making a way for you on today i want to talk about saved by grace saved by grace saved by grace i was my subject is saved by grace It's grace that I'm saved. It's grace that you're saved. It's not because of... God would not be a fair God. God would be very unfair if he had to bless me through someone else or bless you through someone else. God is not an unfair God. He's a fair God. And he saved us all by grace. Grace Grace are we saved, not because of my good works, not because of my anointing. The gospel, the definition of the word gospel, it means the message concerning Christ, the kingdom of God and salvation. That's what gospel stands for, the kingdom of God and salvation, the message of Jesus Christ. He's the one that saved us, not not me. I didn't save myself. The Bible says in Titus chapter 3 verse 5, now listen very careful, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. So it's nothing that I did. I can't take no credit for it. What did I do? I did nothing. No, I couldn't have done nothing to get saved. Listen, I'm a blessed man. I'm down here in North Carolina. We own this building down here. It's paid for rental bills. It's not because I'm smart. No. Not because I'm better than you or him or her. It's only because I trust God. His word. His word cannot lie. There's no lie in God's word. There's no deception in God's word. God's word is truth. And God cannot lie. God will not lie. God has not lied. God cannot lie. There's no lie in God's word. None whatsoever. No lie in God's word. None whatsoever. There is no lie. God has never lied and God will never lie. He cannot find. One lie in God's word that he said Oh you found a lot of people lie, but I didn't lie No There's no deception in God none whatsoever God almighty Will not lie God cannot lie God has not lied There's no deception in God none None whatsoever My sister Whoever you listen whoever's listening, I want you to know tonight That God cannot lie God cannot lie. God has not lied. God will not lie. And you're saved by grace. You may feel that, hey, I'm not getting where I should get. I need help. But God is not an unfair God. Don't don't. (laughs) Let's get that clear. You don't listen. My job as a man of God tell you that you're free. And the Bible says, He that the sun set free. It's free indeed. You're not free because you send $20 to me, $100 to me, or $50 to a man, or $100 to a man, or $1,000. No. God saves you because he loves you, and he cares about you. You are are his concern. Now, if you're there and you want to speak to me, you can call me at 252-320-7401. Now, I'm on air. We're saved by grace. Stop looking down on yourself. You know, most people that I speak to, they they think so negative of themselves. Pastor, I don't know. Listen, God God doesn't look down on you. Why are you looking down on yourself? Well, Pastor, I'm sick in the hospital. Can you pray for me? Yes, I'll pray for you. But guess what? You can pray for yourself. God will hear your prayer. God Almighty will listen to you. You can get a prayer through you. I'm talking about you. Yes, you can get a prayer through you. I'm talking about you. You can get a prayer through. God will listen to you. Yes, he will. God will listen to your prayer, just like he listened to my prayer. Listen, had I believed some of the hogwash that preachers told me, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. I've only been saved 45 years, only 45 years. And I can sit here today in the studio where I'm at right now in Belleville North Carolina in a house that I didn't buy because God touched somebody's heart. They bought it and gave it to me, gave it to my church, brother. Five acres of land, six-bedroom six room bedroom house, two bathrooms downstairs. Living room, dining room, kitchen, laundry room, three bedrooms downstairs. Now. Upstairs, three rooms up here. I'm up here in the studio now that I turn one of the bedrooms into a studio. We've got all the equipment here, the, the, the uh, keyboards, the computers, uh, the uh, that machines, and everything is right in the studio. I got another room where I turned into an exercise room. I got all the exercise equipment. So guess what? It's not because I'm smart. It's not because I'm so great. It's because I believe the word of God. Do you believe the word of God? That's all it takes. It's to believe the word. Do you believe? See, I believe the word of God. I have no doubt. I have no doubt. I believe that God is who he says. And I'm telling you tonight, if you can believe that Jesus Christ is God's son and he came to this earth to liberate you and I, not just me, but you and I as well. You just like me. You, you, God loves you just like he does me. He's not a God that shows partiality. He loves you and he wants you blessed. You are more than a conqueror. am talking about you now. You are more than a conqueror. I'm talking about you are. You got to understand. Grace saves you. God's mercy saves you. It weren't because you were smart. No, it was because of God's grace. God's grace, the Bible says, and my, use, my topic is saved by grace. You are saved by grace, not because you're smart, not because you call pastor so-and-so, not because you get anointed for someone else. No, no, it's because of grace. Look what it says in John chapter 4, verse number 42. And said unto the woman, Now we believe, not because of thy saying, for we have heard him ourselves. And now, and know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. Now, this woman that Jesus met at the well, she went and told people all that, that Jesus told her. But they know, they found out Jesus. For them. So what I'm saying, you can have a relationship with Jesus Christ this morning. I'm talking about you. You can have a relationship with Jesus Christ right now. I don't care who you are. I don't care how long you've been in the, like for instance, I'm a real example because I never went to church as a child. Jesus saved me at 33 years old. I was in my house. I wasn't in church. I was in an apartment up there in New York City, in Brooklyn, New York rather. Um, I was in that apartment over there. On Evergreen Avenue, 5 o'clock on Sunday morning, September the 17th. September the 15th, 1977. Jesus came into my life and saved me. He saved me. Now, you may not like it. It's all right. You may not believe it. It's still okay. God still saved me. I was drinking liquor. I was smoking reefer, smoking cigarettes, and shacking up. Here I am today, 45 years later, not smoking no reefer. Haven't smoked the joint reefer in 45 years. Haven't smoked the cigarette in 45 years. Haven't drank the drink of liquor in 45 years. That was grace. It wasn't me because I couldn't stop smoking cigarettes. I got hooked on that, that nicotine. I couldn't stop. I tried it, but I couldn't. I was hooked on marijuana. I tried it, but I couldn't stop it. I was hooked on a whoremonger, an adulterer, and fornication. you talking to a man that slept with over 100 women in my life before I was 31, 30, 33 years old. So I was a whoremonger. I was an adulteress. Jesus Christ delivered me. Jesus Christ set me free. He took those things away from me that I was doing was wrong. And I'm telling you, he'll do it for you. Yes, he will. I know somebody said, "Well, Pastor, Zos, why don't you ask for money all the time on the radio?" I don't have to ask for money because God's gonna take care of me. I had a couple to come to my church to church today, and um, they was downtrodden. They was telling me they had been paying their tithes, and they're not members of my church now. The church that I pastor, and, and the lady said she just don't understand how could God let her down and she'd been paying her tithes and sending offerings to the church and now she need help and they won't help her. I hear these stories all the time because you're trying to buy God. You can't buy God. The Bible says your money will perish. You remember Simon in the New Testament tried to buy God? You can't buy God. It's all grace. You cannot. I don't care how much tithes you give. And we all take tithes. My church take tithes. Yes, I do. Because God teaches about tithes. I do. Tithes is ten percent of what you earn. I do. I teach tithes. My church, my pastor, everybody in my church, they pay tithes. Now, but tithes don't buy God. Tithes is what you give liberally of ten percent of what you earn because you trust God. That don't buy God. Listen, you could pay a million dollars tithe, that do not buy God. You could pay two million dollars in tithe, that won't buy God. No. Faith in his word and accepting his grace. Is what promotes you in Jesus Christ. I accepted the word of God in my life. And here I am blessed today. So the preacher here me on the radio, y'all know how I started back in in nineteen ninety seven. I did the first broadcast I think in nine not, not ninety seven. Nineteen seventy seven. I think I did my first broadcast in nineteen seventy eight. The first broadcast over there in New Jersey. But but I couldn't buy God. I would never forget the first message I taught on the radio. And I talked about my little brown suit. Because when God saved me, I had no dress clothes. I had no church clothes. I was completely broke. Didn't have nothing. Had lost everything I had. And I was proud because God had gave me enough money to go over the Bowery in, in, in downtown Manhattan. And I bought a suit for $49. It was a brown suit. And I was so proud of that I preached about that that night, the first message I preached, my little brown suit that God gave me. See, I'm telling you, if you learn to be thankful over little things, God will make you rule over much. I was telling this couple today, of uh, an incident that took place in, in, in the year 2000 right here in Greenville, North Carolina. I came down here on vacation and I was at Walmart and there was a couple in there asking for a donation for a church. Well, in my mind, I said, I'm not going to give them nothing. So I went out out of Walmart, got in my car, had a brand new expedition. I started it up and the Holy Spirit spoke to me to so said, go back and give them $100. I said, say them, the Lord rebuke you. Coming to my mind like this, so I started backing on up, and the Holy Ghost spoke to me again, and say, "I told you to go back and then give them a hundred dollars." When I went back in Walmart, I had walked all around Walmart to find him. Say, "Here," <laughs> I didn't say here's a hundred dollars. The Lord told me, I did it snappy like, "Here," the Lord told me to give you this, and I gave them the hundred dollars. I came back to New York. I was living in Brooklyn, New York. The same day I got back, the UPS man brought me an envelope with 20 Chris brand-new $100 bills from a lady in Alabama. She sent it to me. I gave away $100, and God gave me 20 in return. In 2014, I was listening to a television in New York. Bill Winston was on one Sunday night. And they was asking for a donation for their ministry. And I said, I'm not going to send them nothing because at the time I had about 175 maybe 200 members at the time. And Bill Winston had over two or 3,000 members. I said, I ain't going to send them nothing. And the Holy Spirit said to me, Send them such and such amount of money. I called on the phone. I did it that night. After I sent Bill Winston that money, this man named Eddie Duran called me the next day. Through Eddie Duran, the Lord blessed me with $4 million. Now, you tell me God ain't good. God did that. Now, not because I'm smart, not because. I'm slick not because I'm so anointed. It's grace. It's all by his grace. Now, I learned to walk by faith after I got saved. So I couldn't have been walking by faith before I was saved because I didn't have no faith. I had not read the Bible. How could I have faith? I, I weren't saved. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. In John chapter 4, verse number 42, look what it says. And said unto the woman, and we believe not because of thy saying, for we have heard him ourselves, and know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. Well, you say, listen to me this morning, will you try God for yourself? Don't take my word for it. it. Try him for yourself. In Romans chapter 5, verse number 8, the word of God says, but God commended his love towards us. Do you see the word us? In that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Us. You see the word U.S.? You included. Christ loved you. He died for you. You can be a blessed person today if you let him. Look what it says in Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2, verse number 8. For by grace all ye save. Through faith. And that not of yourselves is the gift of God. In other words, the word through faith is do you believe that you're saved? Do you believe that God bless you? See, my thing, I believe what God says. I trust him. I know that I was changed. I, I was shacking up, and God said you're changed, and I believe it. I, I did, and I started walking according to that. Amen. I'm an apostle. I didn't ask to be an apostle. I got a ordained, consecrated by another apostle. I'm a bishop. I didn't ask to be no bishop. Another bishop consecrated me. I got church in North Carolina, church in New Jersey, church in Africa, a church in South Carolina. How did I get it? Somebody told somebody and that somebody got up with me and now here I am over these churches. Four churches I'm over. I just listen, I can't take no credit. I'm not no gangster. God did it. It's God's grace. It's his grace. It's his grace. His grace. Uh, do you all understand me? Please. If you don't get nothing else i say, get get grace. It's the grace of God that I'm here tonight. If, if I live to see next month, the 10th day of May, I'll be 79 years old. 79 years old. You listen to a man that lost everything I had in 1975. Everything. I lost my house. I lost my cars. I lost two tractors and trailers. I lost my business. I lost my crane. I had a crane with a 40-foot boom one. I lost it. But God has given it all back to me. I don't have a crane because I don't do that kind of work anymore. But everything I own today is paid for. Because God Almighty is not a man that he should lie. You can trust God's word. I'm talking to you. You can trust God today. You can trust him. See, it says in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. It's the gift of God, God's gift. In Titus chapter 3, verse 5, I'm going to read that again from the New Living Testament. Look what he says. He saved us not because of righteous, of righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy, he washed away our sins, giving us a new birth and new life through the Holy Spirit. Christ done that for you. He did that for me. Will you trust him today? Listen, are you saved? The Bible says in Luke chapter 4, verse number 19, and this is the King James Bible. This is the Jesus Christ talking. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captive and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. Jesus has a mission and his mission is to bless you and I. I want you all to know that today. Don't ever doubt that. In Luke chapter 2 verse 10, the Bible says, And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Did you hear the word all people? Not some people, all people. To all people. Christ want you blessed. You, you, you. I'm talking about you. Christ want you blessed. My topic today is saved by grace. We're saved by grace. I got to go. My clock, The clock is telling me so, so I got to get up and get out of here. But I love Jesus. And I want you to know he loved you. You are more than a conqueror. This is the Jesus Save Ministry right here in Greenville, North Carolina. We're located at 1007 West Allerton Boulevard. Our zip code is 27834. We have a cash app. The cash app is dollar sign TJSM1007. Our telephone number is 252-214. 0799. Call me 24 hours a day. I'll answer your call. I want you to know that God loves you, and I do too. You're more than a conqueror. Please understand that you are more than a conqueror. Take care, and God bless you. Have a good day in Jesus' name. I got to go. got to get up and get out of here. That's what I got to do. Time on the clock is telling me my time is about out. <laughs> Glory to God. All right, got to go. Here we go. Well, praise the Lord. Thank you for uh, being a part of our show today. Oh, the clock on the wall is telling me it's time. i got to get up and get out of here. <laughs> I'm so glad that God is good. I'm glad that you're there. Listen, if you ever like to speak to me, you can call me at 252-214-0799. And remember, if you're not saved today, it's so simple to <coughs> give a life to Jesus Christ. All you have to do is say, Lord, help me and forgive me for my sins. Really mean that in your heart. Say, Lord, come into my heart and save me and he'll do that. You'll be a born again Christian. Well, you have a great day. My prayers are that you will always be blessed of the Lord in Jesus' name. Remember, you want to call me
1: 252-214-0799. Have a great
0: day in Jesus Christ.
1: I gave it over to Jesus, and I stopped
0: in the studio, 252-320-7401. I'm in the studio right now.
1: See, right? It broke us.